What's good, everybody? This is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. Today's guest, I got Young Breezy. Say hi. Oh, what's good? <laughs> I got Team MLB. Welcome back, homie. Yo, yo. Thanks, man. It wasn't it wasn't a hit it and quit it, so I'm happy you came back. <laughs> and making his in-ring debut, his Royal Rumble debut, I got Daniel Sun. What's up, everybody? From what? Team Overgrind? Yes. Alright, so if you guys don't know who Daniel Sun is from Team Overgrind, he's basically the old school guy from my podcast a while back, Team Exodus. Exodus Yu-Gi-Oh! But now he know he goes by Daniel San. <laughs> you know, back in the day I didn't know what I was doing with Yu-Gi-Oh! but now I do. I just wanna win. <laughs> oh, oh, so that's why it's that's why he's he's grinding, right? He wants to early with a dabberanch. He got that grind and you know what I need in the right grind ding right, right? You guys you guys don't know about that. You guys don't know. Oh, so we yeah, know for that. We know fam. You don't even know. Yeah, y'all don't know. Y'all 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 too young for for, for that. Man. Fuck you. <laughs> All I can tell you is you try to be best, but you're only a man, and a man's got to know who to take it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we talk about our daily topics, I just want to say, um, what you call it, subscribe to these awesome Yugi tubers. You know, they, they, they're doing, they're putting in their work. So, you know, respect to you guys. Um, if you guys want to join this podcast, we do it every well, I start at normally ten o'clock, but we do we do our little pre-show and such at like nine thirty. So if you guys want to join in on this podcast, message me, Young Breezy, Daniel Sun, Team MLB, and we'll be sure to put you as our guest in our podcast. Cause you know what, um, I'm not. Uh, I like to make this a community where we just chat, talk. You know, it's not about popularity. We all do the same exact thing. We all play Yu-Gi-Oh. So yeah, so message, you know, Team MLB, Young Breezy, Danielson, and you know what? We'll be sure to put you guys next week on the next podcast. You can also check this podcast out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, you know. Um, you can guys also check this out on these famous Facebook groups like Zodiac, the cancer group, <laughs> you know. Um, where You know, if there's any other, um, you know, special groups out there, we'll, um, I'll be sure to, you know, message me. And you know what? We'll, do, we'll go live on the group. Um, but yeah, um, you know, we're up on the May 2018 ban list. And before we get that started, you know, um, I like to do this, uh, you know, we're back. I'm back on Yu-Gi-Oh! So I always like to do a little wild card, you know, talk about a wild topic. So it doesn't have to be anything Yu-Gi-Oh! related. It could be anything else. So with that being said, what have you guys been up to? Young Breezy, what have you been up to outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! man? Uh, well, outside of Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, we always got the adult life, you know, the boring part of it. Um, and then, I mean, that's really it. Besides doing the channel, um, just been trying to grind, make that money like we're supposed to. And then spend it on an addiction. What did you spend it on outside of Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, um, I actually bought a pair of new shoes. Oh, Two sure. pairs of new shoes. Okay. Yeah, we got some... Uh, Adidas with the clown foam, the cloud foam. They're pretty, pretty nice, pretty nice. You know. Adidas originals just, or the the Adidas like sports one. Uh, I don't know if you really want to count these as them. I don't know. Cause the originals are mostly it's the firebird. If you people don't know the Adidas, this I, I'm rocking it right now. This is actually supposed to be a phoenix. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's broken. Yeah, so I'm rocking a phoenix. Like this is actually oh, the 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 phoenix logo. Then the like the sports it, one, it's the one with the triangles. You know. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah nah, fam. We, other than that, you know, um, we we tried our best at regionals. All right, cool. That's what's up. We'll talk about regionals um later. Um, that's most of gonna be yep. one of our topics. All right, what's up, man? Team MLB. You know, you <laughs> left me hanging <laughs> last week. Surprise. I don't know. I don't know what you were doing, man. You're probably cheating on me with another Yugi tuber. I was on holiday actually I was in Vegas uh, for, for a couple days and I was going to hit you up but I was super hungover and I was like you know what I'm going to take a nap instead 
Ooh. So, right. uh, but so still on that grind, trying to get that doctorate right now. So doing my thing and trying to fix my pendulum magicians actually as we speak right now. Not sure what to put in aside from these astro, you know, taking out these astrographs and all that. But you know what? It's going to be lit, and I'm ready for a big relaunch. Actually, on the first, we're doing a whole bunch of new stuff all on the right. channels. So I'm looking forward to that. Go, it's going to be hype. I like I like relaunching is like you know starting over. So I I, I dig that. You know, I I did that a couple of times when I was like old school YouTuber. But yeah, man. All right. Well, what, what you sipping over there? What you what you drink? Oh, yeah, it's just it's just just some old scotch. It's all good. Scotch. Let me got a little bit of scotch because I'm a mother, father, gentleman. That's the third time I made that joke. <laughs> all right, Daniel, son, man. What's up, man? How, what you been up to? What's everything? Uh, Outside of Yu-Gi-Oh, man. What's up? Outside of Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm just... I'm pretty sure you guys know what Dave & Buster's is, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I work at Dave & Buster's. Um, I work in the arcade part. I'm basically like a... Uh, what's that thing called? Um, It's like the front desk, but I'm in the arcade, so it's technically in the back. So you could call it like a back desk. Okay. It's properly called the power station. I just sell the game cards that people use to like play the games and stuff. And... It's pretty fun over there. You know, I get to deal with interesting people every day who ask, like, where's the entrance? And I'm like, how did you even get in here? So, yeah, you know, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, you know, just work, yugs, sleep, and that's it. <laughs> All right. That's what's up, man. Freaking, um, well, for me, uh, just, it's just constant work, you know. I saw um, Deadpool last week. Man, that's hey. that, that movie. Yeah, so that movie Deadpool was Saturday. Yeah, taking the wife tomorrow. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who you know respect. I'm one of those people who actually respect not giving spoils <laughs> to like a, a month after, you know. But no lie, it's one. It's really, really good. One of my boys said it was better than Infinity War. I don't know. I don't. I, it's hard. I can understand. Um, I can understand why. Yeah, I can understand why he said it, but I was like, it doesn't. No, you can't. For like ten years in the in the making to build that up, and you know you have a Deadpool, nah. But it was, I gotta admit, it was one of the best. Like, um, it's really good. I that's all I can say about that. Um, maybe slightly better than one. I don't know. But um, this week I'm gonna see um Solo, uh, Star Wars, the Star Wars movie. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. You know, May has been a really good. May is actually a good time to be a freaking geek, but I, I tell you that. Yeah, that's true. For both comics and Yugs. <laughs> For real. Speaking about comics, did you guys see um, Thundercats? The the new Thundercats that they're advertising for Cartoon Network? Oh, the Teen Titans? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys ever watched Thundercats or were a big fan of Thundercats. But I did, growing up. Oh, it, it hurts. It hurts, man, to see that. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. You you, you 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 tell me how it is. You you Okay, okay. I got, <laughs> I got I got a kid in the age range, so I can get away with doing that. Good. Good. So I'm alright. I'll go ahead and sit down and watch that. Me and my daughter. It's cool. Alright, so let's talk about some Yu-Gi-Oh! That's why we're all here. So you know what? Let's start this Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Alright. All so right. you guys went to um you guys um Daniel son, you went to regionals? Uh yeah, the last Philly Regionals made Fifth, I believe. May fifth. Single fifth. Yeah, All yeah. Right. How was it, man? Yeah, it was great, man. I had a, a blast. I'm. I was playing uh, Pendulum Magician, but I was playing Zexel, uh, cause, I, like I said in my deck profile, I always keep trying to play the FTK, but it always bricks in testing. Like I always just do horrible with that deck. So I decided, you know what? Not even gonna bother with it. We'll just play Zexel and. Hey, playing Zexel turned out well. I, my only two losses were to first place, which was the Brendan guy from Team Ghost. Okay. And my other loss was to second place, which was Jesse Cotton. Yo, so, Team Ghost. Hey, Team Ghost is yeah. getting up there, man. I saw. I remember yeah, when it started. Oh, that that guy was. Oof, that was a good ass match. That was probably like my favorite match the whole day. Cause right. like against Jesse Cotton, I just he 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 got me. He went first. He set that up man's a monster guy. board. And then game two, I went first, and I just goofed, and yeah. But it was, yeah. it was a good event. It was a good event. I enjoyed myself. And then my other teammate, uh, he got uh, sixth place playing Tricksters. Sixth mm. place? That's not bad. Yeah, man. It was fun. Dope, man. 
All right, you pulled anything from the packs? Of course not. My luck is terrible. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, I, if I were if I if I ever went to Philly Regional and I pulled like like a secret rare, I, I would not know what it was or what it did. I'm like, yo, is this good? Is this good? Oh, it's been so long since I went to regional, but now you know with the new format happening, that's a goal of mine is to you know um, just like you know just play. Have fun, you know. I, I feel like I just want to have fun. That's about it, you know. Just have fun. Pretty, pretty weird. All right. So, Young Breezy, man, what's up? You went to regionals? Yeah, I uh, went to the last Atlanta regionals for the new, well, not the new format, but the current format that uh, we were in. Uh, and it was a very small turnout. Uh, I think 169 players. And the top uh, cut for invites were 24, uh, which was kind of odd. And my, uh, I've never really had that happen. So I was like, you know what? I felt very confident. I was playing uh, the Goki Nightmares, of course, one of the most represented decks uh, of the format, you know, aside from uh, Spirals. But anyways, I actually ended up pulling uh pretty good out of my pack i uh, i pulled unicorn i actually ended up selling it because i already had one um and then uh going into the tournament uh i actually almost would have had a round one loss because my friend decided oh you know he thought the tournament started at 11 yeah w what what regionals do you know that starts <laughs> at 11 come on boy Anyways, uh, I had, thank God, you know, the day before, uh, I wrote my, my deck list out like a, a responsible duelist and uh, had just had to sign the registration slip and all that. So round one, I faced uh, World Chalice, and uh, it was interesting. I actually didn't know he was playing that until, you know, he started doing his little, uh, you know, things here and there. Um, and funny enough, we actually ended up having a time extension because he didn't know that he, uh, can use his, uh, the other link zone if I had Phoenix pointing up to the other available, uh, zone. So I guess he was able to use it, uh, and he didn't know that. So we had to wait for the judge call and, um, during the time extension, I actually ended up, uh, beating him and this was in game one. So I literally beat him and, um, yeah, I ended up basically getting my first win off of game one. So I was pretty kind of hyped about that one. Um, then round two, I faced a Grand Manju Metaphys 60 card. I just call it 60 card bull, you know, bull. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went into time, of course. Um, and I misplayed like the bad duelist and didn't listen to my gut. Um I had the uh, chance to make Griffin to set my enemy controller I had in a uh, graveyard. Uh, I didn't know, obviously, what his play was going to be before then, but I thought, you know, Borload was the safer play at that time. Um, but obviously, in the back of my mind, Griffin was there. Um, well, I should have listened to Griffin and um, set enemy controller because this man went left arm offering, search duality, Played duality, duality into duality, Grand Manju and some, whatever, and just basically normal summoned and, and just got me. So I lost round two. Uh, round three, I faced, of course, the deck Danny played, um, and he got me game one. Game two, funny enough, um, I had I forced him to pop my Mrs. Radiant, and I was uh, <coughs> testing out the Gigantist against you know back row decks and all that. Uh, and I attacked for game, which was pretty interesting, and uh, etc. So round four, I faced some lure darkness, beat that. Round five, um, God, it, it, most of it was a blur, but uh, round six, seven, and eight were the main ones that uh, were interesting. I uh, tied against uh, Dinos, really good player. Uh, and then round seven, which was the most intense match ever was against uh, Odd Eyes Magicians, uh, beat him in time with uh, activating rematch, normal summoning Twist Cobra, used Twist Cobra's effect on the Bear Hug, which was 2400 attack, and uh, attacked him from game, and then uh, beat Dark Magicians. Sadly, I went X3-1 because, you know, misplays round 
you know, too. But other than that, we had fun. We played the deck that we knew, and uh, we'll get there at South Carolina Regionals. All right. What did the hell did you say? <laughs> no, it's kidding. Yo, I know it's okay. It's okay. Your 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 vision uh, or your your mind's a little blurred to it. We'll, yeah, we'll man. I'm up. like I'm like ah. I'm I'm it's slowly okay. getting there. I'm slowly getting there. Hey, we'll get we'll get you there. We'll, we'll prepare <laughs> you for that that uh regional top. Yo, man. So speaking about Yu-Gi-Oh, but yeah. Uh, Craig, Timo, I'm Timo MLB. What do I call you? Do I call you Team MLB or should I just call you Eric? <laughs> You, I mean, you can do either Ace of Bats or Team MLB. It doesn't really matter. I like what? Team MLB. I like, I like to rep the whole team. Okay, Team MLB. Um, you went to regionals or not? You, you did. You did your grown up no, stuff. I went to Vegas. Oh, you went to Vegas. Go. All right. So you did something I went better. To Vegas <laughs> you did I something got better. Drunk. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> um, so I saw a post on um, I think it was on no, my boy Jacob, Jacob Reyes. Um, his his name his his was not. Exodus Yu-Gi-Oh. What was his channel? Oh, um, Excluge. Excluge, yeah. yeah. Excluge tagged me on a, a really awesome post, and I, I gotta, I gotta respect him for this because he he knew I loved this deck so much, and actually, this was actually my comeback deck when I took a really long hiatus of Yu-Gi-Oh. It was his vampires, so now he posted more vampires in this set called Dark Survivors. Saviors. Saviors, yeah pretty hype about that i don't know how good this deck is but i was watching a lot of videos so you know what if you guys want to hook me up with some vampire cards <laughs> you know i will you know just you know i'll i'll even like just personal message me and you know what i will gladly appreciate some new vampire cards from this new set so i yeah. got you you can put in vampire lord <laughs> yo that's my <laughs> homie Everybody who knows me, Vampire Lord is my number one. Like that's my number one favorite card. With the new, um, the new vampires, a lot of people actually were playing with the the recent structure deck, uh -huh. which is Layer of Darkness, and you're basically able, um, from what I've seen with the field spell, you're able to use it basically. Uh, you could was it you contribute uh, your opponent's monsters or something like that. Um, along with the viruses and stuff, which is pretty insane. Um, the one of the newer viruses isn't really as good as people uh, hyped it out to be because it was a newer virus. But other than that, I would try that out with the vampires. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I got a question on on people still do people people still play on like a dueling network or something or? Um, it's it, dueling book now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's dueling book now. Um. Okay. It's basically it's it's a way better version than Dueling Network. Mm -hmm. You're able to one, you're able to actually save your replays now, which is pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Uh, they all, I think they also have like they have more uh, variety for rooms. So like if you want to play uh, Goat format or traditional or etc., they have those available uh, to you. Sweet. All right, cool, cool. So, all right, um, before we get the topics of um, our main topic, our main topic today, guys, is um, decks that we think is going to be very popular for the May 2018 format. So if you guys want to, you know, ask um, any questions and all that stuff, we'll be sure to answer them right here on the Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Also, if you want to give you a little cute shout-outs and whatnot, we'll do our best. So, yeah, all right. So, again, if you guys have any questions and whatnot, or if you guys want to answer, um, you know, or you guys want to post some comments about what you think is going to be the next, I guess, our top five or whatever decks for this May 20th format, just please put them in the comment section down below. All right. So, starting with, I guess, Young Breezy, or if you, I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't know what the fucking what the next top five decks are, but you guys probably <laughs> have a really good fucking idea. I could say anti meta for all I want. You know what? Anti meta is going to be the best deck for this tw May 2018 <laughs> format. But yeah, man, um, what you call You know, and um, if you say each other's decks that you think um, is going to be popular, then you know we can always piggyback off each other. So, um, what you call it? You know, I started um, the guy who. My first guess. So, Team MLB. 
All right. What's cool, your number cool. one? What you know? Just say your number, number one. one. Yeah. My number one is Brandish. The fuck is that? Brandish. It it it's kind of like Zodiac, only for Link. It's really more about the spell cards than anything, but it's very fast, very furious, and you can one card Link summon, which is an affront to God. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's an affront to Slifer the Sky Dragon. That's what it is. But we've noticed these one-card Link engines, these one-card XYZ engines, these one-card Pendulum engines, anything where you can one-card set up an engine for special summoning is always dangerous, always problematic. So that's that's my number one right now. All right. So there's that. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and say Nightmare. That's a big one because it's flexible. It's powerful. You can toss it in just about anything. ABC, you know, we were just talking about Goki, Nightmare, and that sort of thing. So... Nightmare within of itself, especially since it largely just functions within the extra deck. Definitely a good place to be. Um, if we're if we're gonna pick a pick something weird, something niche, I'm gonna pick something weird and niche for number three. I'm gonna go ahead and say Layer of Darkness, just because it's so flexible. It's an engine again. Not engine. I don't think it's, I don't think it's nearly as hype as Brandish is. I don't think it's nearly as hype as Altergeist is or anything like that. But because it's an engine, and because historically pretty much every single good archetype has been dark. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. There are Zodiacs, and then there are Necros and things like that. But just historically, light and dark have been the most overpowered, you know, attributes in the game. Yeah, it works with anything dark. It's a good place to be, and you know, the virus cards are powerful. Granted, Grinning Grave kind of sucks, objectively speaking. But deck devastation, station, station, assertion, assertion, eradicator, epidemic is searchable now. Just little things like that. And Crush Card even has its own fusion monster. And it also helps that all the normal trap cards are searchable. So there's another one. So I'm going to go ahead and say Lair of Darkness, especially since it's budget. It's going to get some rep. Uh, I like Spiral Nightmare. Don't judge me. I just like Spiral Nightmare. <laughs> Spiral didn't get hurt that badly. It just didn't get hurt that badly. And after that, for number five, I'm going to go ahead and just say Altergeist because it does have a nice control game. It can turn pretty much anything into a Kirin, and then all the all the cards have a very nice control game. So control is very powerful. I'm going to say this format. Those are those are my top five offhandedly. All right, cool, man. That's what's up. Right. Special right. mention to Sky Strikers, I guess, but I know, I know someone else is going to talk about that. <laughs> all right. Danielson, man, what's up, man? Waiting is going to be the next, like, Popular decks in twenty May twenty eighteenth. Uh, probably anything mixed with the bra Sky Striker engine. Um, Sky Striker engine is like one of the most free of engines this format has to offer. Um, it's it's a really small engine too. It's only about six to seven cards. Um, the seventh card being a card in the extra deck, but the the main six cards in the main deck are. Uh, it's three of the startup engage, which basically lets you search the other brandish card. And if you have three or more spells in your graveyard, you get to draw a card. So it's a so it's a product greed if you have three spells in your grave. And then the other card, it just summons a token. Um, but that token is important because you link away the token to summon the brandish extra deck monster, which allows you to recycle the pot of greed card. And neither of these cards are once per turn. So you could go like activate all your spells and do whatever. Then you activate the brandish startup card. Search yeah. the token guy, draw a card, summon token, link it away, add the card back, activate it again, search another token card, and draw another card. So, like, any deck uh, incorporating that engine is probably going to be the best deck. Um, and I think the best deck to throw that engine in would be either Goki or Spiral Nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, pot potentially ABC Nightmare, too, but, uh, like, Goki just is so, like, ridiculous how far that deck could go. Um, with its like extra linking and just link spamming in general like recently you've been seeing like deck profiles of people incorporating like the Predator plant engine or the armageddon malicious engine my teammate got top 16 at uh arg hartford playing a small hero package in his goki deck he used uh vision hero vion to like send malicious and then there goes like a free i sold right there yeah. so like any <clears throat> deck that can that has like a high ceiling and can incorporate the Brandish engine is probably gonna be the best deck. And then like after that is like Altergeist and like uh, maybe Water can be thrown in there because Dragoons is at three. But like I never really focused on Water too much. So I don't know like how viable the deck is now that Dragoons is at three. Um, I think that's probably it. Like everything else is just like up in the air as far as like what's the best deck. I mean you could throw Tricksters in there too because they weren't affected by the balance at all. 
and it's a very uh, simple deck to play. Like tricksters never have like a uh, like a complicated game state. Everything is always simple. Where you're just like, okay, I have like Lycoris, Lycoris, back row cards in hand. Like you know, there's nothing really to like to think about when playing the deck, and it's like very simple, and it does what it needs to do. So like that could also be like thrown into the top five. But like outside of those, everything else, like let's say for instance, like Dinos, Pendulum, Invoke, things like that, th- those could be like like discussed about like how viable they are compared to like other decks that could run the brandished engine. Ah, uh, gotcha. It, ma- it makes sense. I mean, yeah. All right, that's what's up, man. Young Breezy, what's up? You taking a shit? Is he sleeping? <laughs> Yo, GG. Young Breezy is out. Hello, Young Breezy. Did we freeze? Alright, looks like we have some technical difficulties. Anything mixed with it. Okay, start that over again. Four eyes froze. Yeah, we froze. Uh, we froze. I, we froze. So basically, um, like everybody started out with Brandish, Sky Striker, whatever you want to call them. Uh, OCG's already been proven, you know, what decks you can mix it in. Uh, obviously, Trick Stars is one of them because both uh, decks have a small monster count. Uh, Trick Stars have the three Candina, three Lycris, one Lily Bell, maybe two, depending on how you want to play it. Uh, and then the Brandish obviously have the small uh, engine as well. Um, you can run it, obviously, with Goki. You can run it with Spirals. Uh, I feel like it would probably work better maybe with Spirals because they do a lot more. But, of course, Gokis are uh, a little more consistent, uh, in my personal opinion. Um, But, yeah, really anything mixed with that. Uh, Number two, I feel like uh, Pendulums might actually end up seeing a little more play. Yeah, they lost Astrograph, and that was one of their main uh, monsters that they abused to get the searchable uh, power and everything. Uh, but they're still able to do uh, what they're normally able to do, spit on the board uh, and then watch you laugh with all the negations. Uh, They're able to make the nightmares as well as any other deck. Um, So I think that's probably going to be number two. Number three, I feel like um, we, yeah, maybe ABCs because, yeah, they lost Ancient Fairy, but a lot of people were kind of straying away from that build. Um, and I've seen some builds maybe stray away from running the gadgets as well, maybe playing more of a stun uh, variant of the deck. So that's possibly my number three. Uh, number four, um, really, maybe um, maybe water. Again, they can abuse the nightmares, but of course, with the, the extra search from Jagoons uh, allows you to maybe combo even more. And I really feel like five it can really be almost anything, just like last format. Anything can almost top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be anything that stuns and burns because of the new uh, time extension. Basically, uh, if you don't know what the time extension is, basically uh, there's no turns. So whoever has the highest life points basically wins. And you know, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Is there any hope for an anti-meta to get like this n- nice little list or something? I mean, you guys, yeah, did, you guys did say that. Hey, you know what? Anything can top. You know this format. Hey, hey, we we've had some weird things this past format, and you know, I mean, it goes to show. I really think last format and possibly into this format, we might see some pretty diverse things. I mean, we have some other uh, sets coming out as well, leading into. Uh, maybe future uh, podcast topics, but I'm telling you, it's going to get insane. <laughs> you know what anti-meta I, I really think should be able to top, honestly? Which one? Hate me for this. Evil Swarm. Oh, really? Hate me for it. Got, I don't really, really care. I don't I don't hate. I'm just wondering. Ooh, really? I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. Busted down. Okay. So we got rabbits back. We got Lair of Darkness. So we have virus support back. In addition to a nightmare, into in addition to what um, evil swarms can already do. Yeah. Just saying, it's a possibility. It's not the same as you know. It's not the same as you know, Paki Cephalo beatdown or anything like that with the moon mirror shield. But 
at least it has a play outside the Memorial Shield. There's one time. There's one time I I mix Evil Swarm with just three fossil dinos, and I'm just like, oh shit, I made this possible. Okay. It's always worth a shot. I mean, anti-meta isn't like one particular deck. It's just yeah. whatever the meta is, you just want to make sure that you, the meta can't do it. That's all that means. Yeah, yeah but I, I can see where you're coming from with that because I've had that um, idea in the past as well. But you also got to take an effect too. Um, one of their main, obviously, things is uh, Ophion and it sit on Ophion. So you got to make sure Ophion literally is able to be... Uh, um, you know, put in work basically from what his effect is instead of just you know what he does. Like the deck, in a way, yeah, you can maybe play it a little stunny uh, with some floodgates and all that. But I really feel like evil swarms they need a little bit more to uh, maybe be viable. Hey, vampires are able to get random support out of nowhere. Evil swarm, I believe, should. Yeah. Hey, hey, you yeah. never know. You got some support, and we still haven't gotten that. Uh, wind-ups, they haven't been relevant since what? The, the loop? <laughs> when did Zen, Zen Mighty get buried? Uh, or what was it? Carrier? I think. The, I don't know. But... Which one was Yeah. It was one of them. <laughs> Alright, let's look at our comment section. Guys, check your comments, see if anything, um, people post anything, or whatever. And we'll go with our next topic. Alright. Let's see, let's see what we have here. Cyber Dragons, thanks to Cybernetic Horizon and Future Unknown Sets. Dark Saviors has Brandish and Vampires. Alright, cool. That's cool, thank you, Joseph, for that. Uh... Also, plants, but rest in peace to Plant FTK. Mm-hmm. I think Joseph that- is our number one fan, guys. Shake <laughs> <laughs> shout-out to Joseph. Also, there was something that Joseph mentioned, uh, and, and it was my bad. I was thinking that Sky Striker was the translation for fur hires. Uh, I missed the translation. That was my fault. It's fine. It's cool. Um, yeah. I honestly, like, the whole pl- like, I think there was one guy that topped with the whole plant FTK, but that was like obviously without um, the uh, needle fiber. But like, whenever we do get it, hashtag prize card uh, coming soon. Uh, that made the deck very, very good. Um, and I think that's why they ended up banning what they did, uh, just so it doesn't become a thing. Word. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah, they're going to ruin it either way. True. All right, so our next topic, I guess you guys wanted to talk about um, teams in Yu-Gi-Oh. I wanted to talk about teams. I think the rest of you guys were cool on it. Yeah, all right. So what do you want to talk about, man? I don't want to talk about the whole concept of teams, especially just with the local format or the local climate that I have personally. I don't really understand what the point of teams is, especially since nobody nobody I know personally likes a tag team. We don't do a lot of team duels. It's not a major event at a lot of regionals. It's always a side event. It's always a side event at YCS. Why team? Okay, so um, I kind of I kind of I, I don't want to throw Call of Duty into this, but no, I kind of am. Make it, make it interesting. So basically, the whole uh, reason for teams and the, uh, teams have been a thing way back i I don't want to say since the game has started but teams have been a thing i really do feel like more and more now there are more teams being uh formed and you know people jumping from team to team because you know either it's new or whatever etc but the whole um reason for teams is so you have a group obviously like you used to do back in the day to where you can play test, you can theorize, you can, um, you know, test out little, little, I don't know, texts or whatever, um, as well as, uh, I don't, I don't want to say like jump rides on, like basically car, carpool or whatever. Um, it also helps you become a better player too, because depending on who's on that team, because like let's say you have like someone like Joe Bogley, and then you have someone like Daniel, and then you have someone like uh, Jesse Scott. 
literally they have all different mindsets and play styles within the game so they can learn things from each other that they may or may not have known or like uh it also with teams too it can help you mine uh, minimize your um your misplays as well uh and it, it i really do feel like with the whole teams thing it, it, it's a good thing and it could be a bad thing okay. um obviously um the card guys rest in peace uh you know they're not a thing anymore but i feel like they kind of did pave the way because you didn't really have any other team until ppg came up and then you know you had um god you have all, a whole bunch of teams just spread out any you know out of nowhere you got petty pandas which shout out to uh, Kenneth Fuller, if he ever watches this, 87 show enough. He's he's a old school Yugi tuber. Uh, you have Team Eight. You have Overgrind. Like there's so many teams out there and a variety of different players. And and they have, it's just combining great minds and and putting them into one. You know, and, and helping each other out versus like just having one specific like, I guess you want to say click. I didn't want to put that in there, but yeah, the click, not YouTuber click, but team click. Um, but yeah, te- teams in general, literally, they they can help you become a better player in general. Um, Why did, um, are you in a team? Um, MLB. Well, besides Team MLB, um, are you in a team? I mean, no, no, that's 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 pretty much my thing. It's just you know me and my brother-in-law and our and our homeboy. So you know that's that's kind of our thing, but. You know, we don't get a lot of tag team sort of stuff. And, you know, honestly, from what you just, you know, what we were just talking about, that just sounds like, just sounds like having homies. It just sounds like having friends. That's, that's not like a team. Not, not, all, but there, there are teams who are, are like homies, but there are people who like, they don't really know each other that are on a team. And like, like, for example, let's just say like, I didn't know Max and we're on it. Like we joined a team. Let's just say, for example, um, me, Daniel, and then Joe Grizz and I don't know, some random or whatever. We don't know each other. This is hypothetical. Okay. And you know, obviously you have Max being the anti-meta player. I've been playing my government me. like that. Shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who are you? I'm just speaking the truth. Anyways, you have obviously me, Daniel, and um, you know, Joe who play meta and you know, we can help him out, you know, with things, you know, he may have thought about and then he could show us things like we it's not just like a group of homies and all that and that's what it used to be we used to be able to just form form a a playtest group and in a way yes it kind of is that but you're also repping a name on your back as well as so, you know anywhere else i think what um lmb is trying to say what is the pro the pros of Forming a team in yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Is, is that is that that's that, the, that's what I'm getting at? Because here's right. my thing: because there's no team play. You're all playing against each other. It's like, yeah, my team got the top cut, but I'm the one who won. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's like you know, me and my bro, Oops. we stormed regionals, and it was like my bro Jesse took second, I took first, and my bro, you know, my bro Pete mm-hmm. took third place. And I don't see any difference between that, except that you know, you all got the same hoodie. It's basically it's building one not only obviously credentials yourself because you're doing it yourself, but you're also putting credentials on that team as well because then, um, like let's just say you say oh well this team sucks, well clearly they don't because they have tops they have they have um you know credentials and stuff like that so clearly they (laughs) don't suck but they know what I'm trying to say but like I, I think. I think I honestly I, I really I feel like the the um, your definition of a team versus like I don't want to put it as like the team you're thinking is like a casual side. So no no the team I'm thinking about is a dictionary definition of a team. Yeah, but I mean that yeah, but like that's the 
that's just a dictionary. That was, that's that's different the, dic- the dictionary. Dude, did you hear what you said? Like, that's yes. just a dictionary. That's what we base our language off of, like, our, you know, our everyday language. That's not always true, though. We don't that's always base it. our... We don't always base <laughs> every word we say that's in the dictionary. All right, so okay, um, I'll, I'll give you that. my opinion... <laughs> Cheers. I, I don't. Right, so. I don't. Li- I don't live my life out of a dictionary and every word that's in a dictionary. But anyways, I, everybody has their different views on what an actual team is. I don't know if Daniel wants to throw his opinion on this as well, since he does have a team. If he's still here and is not knocked out, I am. I'm just listening to what you guys okay. are saying. So. Do you want to kind of throw your opinion on here and and try and help this man out on what the point of a team is? Oh, like because I got it wrong over here. Okay, I like this. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm trying. I mean, you're not to get wrong. Your... I probably am wrong, but you know. Well, when I remember when I first wanted to start my own team, like I was gonna be a team captain, uh, it didn't really work out that well because, like Breezy said earlier. There's all these different minds trying to come together as one, all these different characters and personalities and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to be a team leader and trying to manage all these different characters under, like, one name. So, like, the idea didn't work, blah, blah, I moved on. Now now that I've joined a team, it's kind of like the team that I'm on. Like, we do have a leader, but it's more or less like we're on a team without a leader because we're all doing our own thing, but we're still under one name. Like when we go to events or we're at the top tables, you know, people are going to recognize us as we are one solid team. Now, as far as like winning and tournament tops goes, like, you know, there is some truth into, yeah, that singular person won. Like it wasn't everyone who didn't play one. It was that person on the team that won. So they can just hold the glory to themselves. And that's true, you know? The person who worked hard to get their win or their regional top, you know, that is that one person's glory to hold. But the benefits of having a team to go along with that is is kind of like it's like a personal preference kind of thing. It's like the hype behind it. Like when you're like winning or you're like doing well at an event, you have all these people supporting you and backing you that are all on the same squad as you. Maybe you have other people who are in the same event and they're doing just as good as you are. So now it's like, now we have two people or three people or five people on the same team all doing well at this event. And people are going to recognize that and be like, oh shit, like that team has some pretty good competitors, you know? So now you're kind of feeling like, oh shit, now people are going to see us as a threat for the tournament. You know, like it's kind of like a, just like I said, like a hype man kind of thing, like in terms of like tournament Mm -hmm. uh, environment. Now, when it comes to like trades and stuff like that, um, my team, we don't have like one uh, singular team binder where like someone holds this one like master book of cards and it's just like, oh, I need to pull out five firewalls from this book because I need them for five different Blackwing decks. Like, no, it's not like that. We all have our own decks, our own personal collections and things like that. But one of the benefits of being on a team is that we all get to share cards. So it's just like if someone's just like, oh, I need to borrow this down a third, you know, like he would just keep it in between the team. It's like, sure, you know, like. If I need to borrow a Goki deck for YCS jersey and someone's not going, I'll just borrow it from my teammate, you know? Because, like, when you're on a team, there's, like, this extra, like, uh, what's what's the word I want to use for it? Yeah, there's, like, this extra level of support because you have that label of teammate on you, you know? Like, if you were just in a group of friends, you know, that extra level of support is not really there like yeah you know that's my friend we've been play testing for like a couple years blah blah, blah. but when, once you get that label of teammate it's like something kind of deeper in a sense like i don't want to make it too deep because it's just Yu-Gi-Oh. it's not like life shit but you know there, man Yu Gi Oh is like bro there is that now, extra can... level of uh support that you have for <clears throat> someone with the label of teammate be it uh when you're at a tournament when you go out for like a team dinner after the tournament or you're like trying to get cards, you know, like it's a whole new different atmosphere when you are in a team or a part of a team and you just have all your teammates like helping you and like supporting you and whatnot. So like for people who like aren't a part of the team and just want to like, you know, hang with a group of playtest buddies, you know, like that's fine because you probably do have like a another group of friends like outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! but like once you have like a team established or you're a part of a team that's already been established it's like there's just this whole new uh like area of like 
oh shit, like these are my teammates. Like these are the people I'm going to be rocking with for like the next couple of months or years. And we're just going to be getting better together, sharing ideas together, you know, staying up late at night, theorying or playtesting on YGO Pro. So it's like being on a team is like really awesome. Um, I remember like before I joined Overgrind, I wasn't really on a team. And, you know, it's kind of boring in a sense because you don't really have those people who like either take the game as serious as you do or perhaps don't have like, that same sort of uh what's that word i want to like that same sort of drive basically so once you find yeah the passion so like i have that like with outside of a team like i do have a group of friends that i play test with faithfully that they all like are really good players like even there's new people we add to our little group chat who want to get better and we're helping them get better but then i have my team and it's just like you know it's 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 two sides of the same coin kind of except that one side of the coin just is kind of worth more than the other one. So, oh, all right. Yeah. Like, being on a team is, for me personally, it's, it's very phenomenal. It adds a whole new level of, like, fun for the game because it's it's like a it's a refreshing way of looking at the game versus just having a squad that you play test with and, like, are not really, like, as competitive or take the game as serious as you and your team does. So, like, if people don't want to be on a team, like, that's cool and all. I'm just saying, for me personally, being on a team is, like, what are the best things someone could do in a game of Yu-Gi-Oh? Like, of course, there's cons to it, but the the pros outweigh the cons in this uh, scenario. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you're always so gonna it's... get and you're always gonna get a ride to a regional or a local. Yeah, that's too. Yes. Yes. That's a. I I hope he cleaned it up a little bit more than I do because when I explain things, a lot of people don't get how I explain things and then get it on point. So I, I hope that that kind of got right. what you were In trying reason. to get at okay so don't be mad but i'm not, I'm not gonna lie daniel son i think i think he got it he described it a little bit more like a coalition yeah coalition god i love i love team i love so man no such thing, so what i've determined from this is there's no such thing as a Yu-Gi-Oh team you guys don't go all to the same sort of it's not like a football team you guys aren't all going to be on the field at the same time doing anything it's a coalition it's a co-op it's like yeah a, as here, here's because when i was younger actually I used to do martial arts, right? And we would fight in tournaments. We would fight individually, but we would all still wear the same. We would still wear the same gi. We would still have our, you know, our school name on the back of it. And what you described there, Danny, what you described, man, was like, you know, if we were if we were all in the top eight, if it was me, let's say for example, so my boy, uh, my boy Ryan and my girl Crystal, like we 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 would dominate top eights and all that. So it would be like, okay, quarterfinals, it's Perez, Brooks, and Maximilian. And it's like, okay, shoot, okay, so where are these guys? They're from Rashur again. Okay, well, that's a school we need to look out for. And that's what you described to me. So it's not, not really a team. It's more of like a school. It's more of a more of a coalition, more of a co-op, more of a, like a like a company almost. Yeah, exactly. Okay. See That makes sense. And I can drink to that. See for okay, um for Team FSU, it's it's so weird how it happened, cause all right um I I don't want to say I was the the group leader, but I was the one who not made shit happen. But you know I I thought of it as I'm gonna form this group, I'm gonna name it Team FSU, and people didn't really like it and whatnot. Some person said let's call it Generation X. I'm like oh my god like why uh, like, like you know. <laughs> Those, those cheesy, those cheesy like, like fucking esports name like over, like Overdrive X or something. I'm like nah, like cause I, I was like yo, we're gonna fuck shit up at this regional. We're gonna fuck shit up at this locals today, you know. But you know it's it's stuck around and you know what, for a good probably two two and a half years like we we wrecked our locals because um the locals um build up, so you know we we were we we were there for blood you know. We gotta make. I made. I made. I made. I made it personally clear to everybody. Like, if we make, if all of us make top four, we don't have to play. Because you, know, you know how locals is, guys. Especially if your locals are packed, you don't want to be there till one in the morning for like eight packs. You know, Just or split. or you know. Right. So you know, we told each other. All right. I even told like you know, let's say I was playing anti meta deck and my boy's playing, and we end up playing each other, and he had. And I know he has a perfect chance in winning besides me because he has the number one deck in the format. There's no reason why this guy should lose. I'm like, all right, let's play. All right, I scoop. Go. You got the win. I'm like, yeah? I'm like, yeah, man, we're a fucking team. What the fuck? 
Yeah, I don't. We don't want these other players to fucking you know top, right? You know, we're a team. We're supposed to do this. So, all right, cool. And guess what happens? We all FSU made it to top four. We don't have to play. Everybody goes home. We we know we split. Of course, the person who personally won, you know, he gets the most. You know, so we all got our cards. We put stuff in our binder. Bow. All right, cool. So you know that was our goal. We we made sure that you know. Then, you know, um, we play tests, all that stuff. That's perfect. Sometimes you know the people who got them, who is able to afford, we all buy, we all, we all buy a case. You know, um, we buy cases. We don't buy like the set itself. We buy a bunch of cases, especially when Megatons come out. Oh my fucking god! So you know, and we thought of it. Like we like. I thought of it. I try to make a business out of it too, more like all right, whatever we don't like. Let's say we we're doing for trades or we're selling on eBay and whatnot. Then we have our own little fund account where okay, this is gonna be for our next big regional. So we'll whatever we make, we put here and shit like that. We don't need these fucking crappy ass cards and whatnot that's not gonna sell. So you know what? We make a little fun, and we know that's gonna be our next big trip to. You know, we go to a fucking regional. We got gas. We got a car. All right. Another part of a team is um. I bought shirts for everybody, so we you know we look like a fucking unit, not as you know. So you know we went to fucking um regionals, and we got these like Bullet Club looking shirts and whatnot. Cause the way I designed it, it doesn't say Bullet Club on the top. It says Team FSU with the skull and two little Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You know, and the perfect thing about Team Two is always gonna, you're always gonna have content on your fucking channel. Yeah. So they were like, you know, and my boy, big shout out to Ryan from FSU and whatnot. Like, yo, I got I got some videos for your um, for your channel. I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't ask for it too. I didn't ask. Like, know me. You know, if people really know me, I don't really ask for nothing. If you know, if you see us putting in work, and you know, people will help. You know, help with your channel and whatnot. So Ryan, you know, made a couple of really awesome vids, like you know, box openings and whatnot. He bought, he bought packs from Germany. I think it was some, I think it was a, a deck or some shit like that. And he, you know, made a really awesome vid. I edited it a little bit and bow. So it helped. Like you know, there's a difference between like, the way I think of a team, like you don't have to like, and you know, I recruit people. You know, if I see you know a couple of my team members took a really long break and you know because you know Yu-Gi-Oh is Yu-Gi-Oh sometimes you take this really long hiatus and whatnot so you know all right I'm not gonna kick you out and whatnot I'm not gonna do nothing you're still fam you know you're still a team we're part we're rocking the same unit so that's when I recruit new people like I'll scout them from I'll scout them at locals and whatnot and you know what when people see that like wow these guys are re like because why I think of a team of team I think of the, like you're repping your locals too you know because locals is like basically if this was pokemon that's your gym leader you know this okay is, this it's ba is, basically all in all it's yeah. like a brand you're repping yeah. a brand and yeah. you're you're yeah it's like a brand in a business like uh, if you're repping like because mine mine's team fsu but you know locals are locals but your goal is to dominate at your local so people know where you fucking stand so not mm -hmm. only if I was Team FSU, but you know, if if like six people are wearing Team FSU shirts and they're repping the locals, of course the store manager is gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" And hopefully they'll sponsor your team, you know, because you know mm -hmm. these guys are putting in work, they're put, they're giving the store money, and if people found out, oh, Team FSU or this podcast is an FSU podcast, because I think Young Breezing and Daniel Son and Team MLB, like you know. Even as Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, like, hey, I'll rep you guys as FSU because you know this is FSU podcast. So you know, it's just it's just that idea of if you're repping me, then you know you're repping my name, you're repping the group's name. So you have to have a good yep. reputation of that name. And it's not, I don't think it's about the wins or the losses. It's how well do you really rep your group? If your group is very professional in what they do, outside of acting like fucking assholes all the time, then you know you have that one person. To really, you know, have a good rep um, representation of your group, then you know that's what's up. All so, right. like I said about Aether Gaming, is that, you know these guys, you know, are giving their store money, blah blah blah. So you know that's when you know um, we take the FSU thing, and you know we we're shooting live in our locals, and you know we're popping out videos, streaming, and all that stuff. Then hey, your 
your store will represent you. They'll hopefully sponsor you. And next thing you know, that's the next step. Because you know, you can you can have friends, but then there's the team aspect of it that, yo, we got to rep, you know, because the reason why we did all this is because we want to rep as a team and all that stuff. So you're also repping your state. If everybody's in your freaking team is in you know, the same state as you are, then you know, you're repping like, because like, all right, I don't know if people know about this podcast or know me personally, but I'm a b-boy, so I'm a break boy, a break dancer. Oh, you break dance? Yeah. Hold up. I yeah. feel like this is more interesting than the team talk right yeah. now. You break dance. Yeah, I, I'm a breaker. I'm a b-boy. So my I rep Natural Born Killers crew. I'm straight out of Jersey. So, you know, I, I always knew about that team aspect slash family slash crew. So I remember I was paying dues because I didn't want to know, like, I didn't know in my life I was ever going to be a dancer. But, you know, I was practicing a lot of stuff. And it took me six years, six years till they initiated me into NBK. They always thought of me as a, as a, as a you know, as a family slash. But I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be part of the crew. So, you know, after six blood, sweat, and tears of, you know, practicing and dancing, they actually initiated me. So the way yeah. they, the way Dragon B-Boys... Ball, got into the Z Fighters. <laughs> the way, like, B-Boys initiate a person to their group is you have to battle each member of that crew. NBK has at least 15 plus members. Luckily, I ran out of stamina, but I still held my own. So you know that part of like, you really want to fight to be in that team, you know, or that fight to be in that crew. So I had to battle each member of NBK, three rounds each. So I was done by like, probably like the eighth member of the crew but you know i was still giving it my all so you know so ever since i knew that i always know that i wanted to start something new for Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's like you know starting a a group or a team because i'm like yo we all you ever have the idea like hey we do the same shit we chill each you we chill with each other you know we chill each other every day we see each other in locals like you know don't you guys want to do something better like you know not better but like do something that you know if you've been playing this game for 10 years or eight, eight, eight plus years, like, don't you want to do something with it, you know? So that's the way I always thought about it. I mean, a couple of the members of SPSU probably thought of it different. But, you know, if you work, if you do something for eight plus years or ten plus years and you you know you really have awesome love for the game and, you know, you know people around you, especially at locals who've been doing the same thing as you do, don't you want to feel like, hey, I want to do something more, more with this. Let's start a team. Let's start, like, okay. you know, let's do something. Let's rep it, you know? So that's the way I always thought about it. The cons about it, the cons about it, that everybody has egos. I can tell you that right now. The cons of a team is everybody has egos. So sooner or later, you have to nip that shit. It's a welcome Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So sooner or later, like you're gonna like you have to nip that shit in the butt because that one toxic person in a group or whatnot will ruin it for everybody. So I made sure that you know in FSU, like you know. Cause everybody, I know, I know all my friends have egos, especially if you know, like, you know, like, oh, we gotta get the secret rare card. I wanna claim that shit. I wanna claim that. Like, no, 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 no. We all agreed from the get go that you know we're gonna have this one binder, or you know what, we don't care about the binders. You know, we rep as a group, but I have my trades, I have my personal stuff, so I'll I keep that mm-hmm. to the side. So as long as everybody has that keep under that deep understanding of what their foundation of that team is then you know that's it you're good i also i also think too with like the whole forming a team too is with the whole esports a lot of people want to be able to have that dream of uh even though Yu-Gi-Oh, they don't do cash prizes they want to be able to win money and you know be on a team and all that and then that's kind of where the whole arg thing came up they did the team wars and all that um but i really do think what paid the way uh, besides the card guys is co- other competitive games that formed a team and i think that's where i think that's where it kind of lifted off but um yeah i mean all in all having a team or, aka or a group of friends even if it's not a group of friends um is good and and you can't some people they they join a team just to join and there's a lot of teams out there 
that either will just let you join or they have certain requirements. Some people do interviews. Some people obviously will have you dual every member. Some people will have you, um, you know, if you have credentials, they'll sign you up, you know, or mm -hmm. if you have your first regional top and you've proven, hey, you know, this guy has a future. We want to pick you up. Bam. Um, you know, I, I'm actually, I won't say it's a team. It's actually a group of friends that uh, I'm, I'm a part of. Our name is kind of cheesy. It's way too godly. Um, and yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I actually made the logo. So, you know. Hey, you know, if you got it, if you got it, I say flaunt it, bro. Hey, it, it, hey, you know, we, we actually, actually have uh, credentials somewhat now. So two of our members recently got their first invites this year. So your boy's got to be the next one. Yeah, right. But yeah, man, let's check out the comments section. I'm pretty sure we got some stuff happening. That was, that was, see, and, and I really, I feel like topics like those is what really will will get like the audience to to come back you know because it's like we 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 bounce off of each other and and all that you know what i mean like mm -hmm. we always we all have that opinion yeah like we all we all have that um you know where we feedback bounce off of each other and 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 all that all that good stuff I do, however, vote that we change the name of Yu-Gi-Oh! teams to Yu-Gi-Oh! Coalitions. That's more accurate. <laughs> that's just like a long-ass fucking coalition. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's coalition. A, coalitions FSU. Like, god damn. Yep. The FSU <laughs> Coalition. Um, Daniel-san from Overgrinds on YouTube. There's a guy who commented, Druby217 says, You guys are lucky to be yes. a tight squad. I've gotten... I've got to meet most of my friends down at the regionals. We live so far apart. That sounds like a good idea. I'm going to start if I can get a team together. I'm also going to start filming matches. Good shit, nice. Juby217. Yeah. Juby, whenever I live stream uh, YGO protest sessions, Juby's always, like, watching and, like, giving his <laughs> input on decks and, like, plays and whatever. So, like, yeah, I'm familiar with Juby. What's up, bro? That's what's up, man. <laughs> Um, Jasmine Lee says, "Let's just say I let him duel challenge me, challenge him, challenge me to a duel." Okay, okay, Jasmine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, there's a person. Oh, it's loading comments. But yeah, all right, all right, all right. Uh, scroll up, scroll up. Um, my team is Team Metaphors. Our pros, we might win or lose. We're still going to go home happy. That's what's up, fam. I like that. I like that. That's really dope. That's really dope. All right. So, you know what? It's an hour. Good shit, guys. So, you know what? Starting Young Breezy, shout your channel out, man. All right, guys. This is your boy, Young Breezy. Um, I have recently posted a Spyro Nightmare deck profile. You guys can go check that out. It is from Chandler. Um, I remember his last name, but he uh, got sixth place at the Atlanta Regional. I also have my um, regional recap going up probably whenever this comes up. It'll probably be up, but uh, go check it out. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment, and uh, check out the channel. Alright, cool, cool. Team MLB. Alright, what's up, guys? Team MLB, yes, that's here. Wanted to go ahead and let you know that I'm representing the best of business casual Yu-Gi-Oh! right here, right now at Team MLB Presents. We will be back uh, June 1st because uh, somebody, the, the director, happened to have clinicals these last couple weeks over here and just got back from holiday. And we're launching a whole new season, new stuff, and it's going to be awesome. So we'll see you then. Don't you mean it's Coalition's MLB? Oh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the this... coalition of Major League butt-kicking presents. There you go. <laughs> so that takes a lot longer to say. Yeah, yeah. It's also a lot, a lot to freaking type. All right. All right. We got um, Daniel Sun from Coalition's Overgrind. Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to let this one go, bro. Uh, for yeah. a while. It's all good, man. It, it, it has a nice little ring to it. You know, you're burning calories as you say it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, homie. Shout out your channel and everything. All that good stuff. Of course. Dale Song from Overgrind.
um yeah check out my channel i love live streaming Yu-Gi-Oh pro videos um and besides that i don't post regular content because this format has not defined itself yet so i'm waiting to see what ycs jersey looks like before i start putting up like any assumptions or anything regarding to the format but i do live stream so yay go live streaming uh, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy. So I care about my fans and everybody else's <laughs> fans on these channels. So Juvie217 says, check out my Odd Eyes deck profile. So Ooh. you know what? Check that out, guys. It's J-U-U-B-I-217. That's his YouTube. And check out that deck profile. All right. All right yeah. So for people who's listening to this podcast and etc check out this podcast on itunes google play stitcher soundcloud of course because that's where majority of these podcasts go on but yeah um don't forget to subscribe to young breezy coalitions mlb team mlb and mm -hmm. daniel san um of team overgrind yep. You know what? These guys are really close friends of mine. You know what? And we're building something together, so I would appreciate and like it if you guys can come and be a guest on our podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, don't you know, hit up my friends, Young Breezy, TMLB, and Daniel. And you know what? We'll get you guys hopefully on the net next podcast. Um, I'm, going, I'm going to start a Discord, guys. Um, Sometime this month or this week, I will start it. Um, I don't know if I should do the podcast from there now on. Uh, so far, I just want to do a street. Um, from straight to May, I'll just post. Um, I'll do a live feed on Facebook and also to majority of the Yu-Gi-Oh's well successful, successful, popular Yu-Gi-Oh groups, wherever you know, wherever we get people to you know, hopefully um, respond to us. Um, we'll also. Um, what you call it. If you guys also want to give content on your channel, and I'm pretty sure um, Daniel knows where this is coming from. If you guys don't know, he's streaming our podcast also onto his channel. So you know what? Yep. If you guys want content on your channel, especially content like this where we have discussions, I am totally fine with that. You know, yeah, I host the podcast on Stitcher and whatnot, but you know what? This is a good example of community. So it's the fact that Daniel's streaming this podcast on his channel. That means he has content and you know what? We're a community-based type of thing. So now he has good topics and whatnot. And you know what? This podcast is just going to be streaming from wherever. You know, Young Breezy can probably host this shit too. And, you know, Team MLB. And if you want to be a good, if you're, you know, a YouTuber who's just having 100-something <laughs> subscribers, 200 subscribers, this will help you generate more people to subscribe to you and also views. You know, I don't know how good the views will be, but hey, you still have content on your channel and this could be that one person who's just random. Oh, this guy has a hour long discussion about teams and you know, dang, I would love to listen to that. Oh wow, this guy has Young Breezy, Vorai, Simo B, whoever, Simo, you know, John Moore, like what, you know? So it's a good, it's basically a good um, example of what I mean by, you know, I want to start a community. And um, it's just not just for me. It's for other people to join in. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the Four Eyes podcast. Four Eyes Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. This is the Young Breezy Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. This is the Team mm -hmm. LB Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. This is the Daniel-san Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. And you know what? We are out. Later, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.